0: This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Valido.
1: Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score—the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And even though we only have one of these Score Volunteer Award winners, we still have a winning combination for you. And of course, I'm talking about Lucy Polito. She's with us today, backed by popular demand. We missed you last week, Lucy. How you doing?
2: I am doing great, Chris of my heart. I'm saying that so that you don't miss
1: Rich. I was going to say, did he tell you to say that? Uh, Rich is out this week, but he'll be back next. But, uh, and, and, of course, uh, uh, we do have Lucy and I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries radio show. But this show, of course, is all about what's the score and all about what they do for you. And that is everything in terms of helping you get started or proceed forward as a an entrepreneur or maybe even right wrap up your professional career as an entrepreneur. So they got it all for you at SCORE. Great organization, nonprofit, and all you have to do is reach out to them. And now you can go, go any way you want, person, phone, or by the Internet. All right, in person, because the sh- the doors are back open again, right, Lucy?
2: Correct. We are open from Monday through Thursday. Uh, not normal than normal hours, but we are from 10 to two. So we are there if you want to come and visit us. Uh, and of course we are still using the phone and so we can, uh, talk to you. And if you want, we could even have a zoom meeting. So we're trying to be as available as we can to help the people out.
1: Yep. They are flexible at score. That is for sure, because they want to just be able to help you in any way they can of course they were there all during these last 2 years via Zoom events of course over the telephone and now they have added back once again the in person visits and you can call to make an appointment that's the best way to do it and it's if you want to meet with someone in person and maybe as Lucy said they can take care of your issue right there over the phone 407 420-4844 is the number for score, 407-420-4844. And if they're helping a client or if it's after hours, just leave a message and they will call you right very right back the very next moment they can. All right, 407-420-4844. And, of course, those offices are located in the National Entrepreneur Center on the west end there at the Orlando Fashion Square Mall, just off of McGuire. So it's easy to find, easy to get to, centrally located, and they're not alone there, right, Lucy? you got a lot of great neighbors.
2: Yes, and you know what? Just about everybody is back in the office, which makes it kind of nice to be able to see our buddies again and be able to continue to, uh, you know, share experiences and share even clients. So it's nice.
1: Indeed it is.
2: Back to normal.
1: And, of course, the National Entrepreneur Center has really state-of-the-art facilities there, conducive for board meetings, larger meetings, that sort of thing. And, of course, because they're in the mall there on the West End, they can also hold events like the one coming up this week. Isn't the CLIMB event uh, coming up this week, Lucy? It's so uh,
2: it's next week no it's really the 30th of March so it'd be the
1: following Okay okay but it's coming up and... it's
2: coming up and I'm telling you it is going to be a great great uh program uh there's still I think some tickets available so if you haven't had a chance to buy one or get you know start thinking about it it is a wonderful opportunity uh it's a female program but everybody is invited and we have some outstanding guests so, uh, I, you know, I'm not going to go through that again because we had the show a couple of weeks ago giving you the run-up of, of all the people that are going to be there. But please attend because it is going to be a wonderful opportunity. It really is an all-day event. And then you have the final uh, uh, part, which is my favorite part, which is the, the wine and the chocolate and all of that. So, you know, come on. Who doesn't like that?
1: Yeah, Absolutely. And you can go to Orlando.score.org to sign up for that. Get your tickets. Orlando.score.org. It will be a live event at the Orlando Fashion Square Mall National Entrepreneur Center. But it will also be a Zoom event. So you can take advantage of it that way if you prefer or can't make it or maybe you're not in this area because it's available literally worldwide. 407-420-4844. And then, uh, of course, it's going to be archived at the Orlando.Score.org dot website after the event. So you can take advantage of it over and over again and refer other people to it as well. So all of that coming up on Wednesday, the 30th. So make sure you get your tickets and yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You want to say, I'm sorry, Lucy.
2: No, I was going to say, get them real quick because you know, we are somewhat limited by the location. Uh, so, uh, please, uh, if you're interested in doing this, do it as soon as you possibly can, because once all the tickets are sold, that's the end of the event, and you'll have to wait until next year. This yep. is only, you know, this only happens once a year.
1: Right, or take advantage of it via Zoom. All right, so and scores always doing stuff like that. They've got the coffee with the leader presentations that they do on a bi-monthly basis and a whole lot of other stuff. The mentorship program, where great volunteers like Lucy and Rich and thousands and thousands more across the country are there, literally all of them, to be able to help you. If perhaps you have a question that is so unique that someone in this area doesn't have the answer, they'll find somebody in the country that does, and they'll hook you up by phone or Zoom to get that issue resolved. So whatever your business need is, SCORE's got the answer for you. And as we said, there's a number of other great organizations there, too, that SCORE works with, and they can put you in touch with these other great organizations that can help you out as well. So all you have to do is reach out and ask, 407-420-4844. And that brings us to our guest today. Uh, she's not been on the show before, but we'll, that means we've just got a lot more to learn today. So uh, I'd like to welcome to the show Dr. Carol Castle. Dr. Castle, thanks for being with us today.
3: Thank you so much for inviting me.
1: Ah, we appreciate it. So the way we like to do things around here, by the way, her organization is called First Nature Foundation, and the website is firstnaturefoundation.org, just spell it all out. But before we get to the foundation, we'd like to find out a little bit something about the guests themselves so, give us a little background, a little biography of you. You know, where are you from and how did you get to where you are? And
3: yeah, fill us sure. So thanks, Chris. Um, I originally, I was born in New Jersey, raised there, spent most of my life there. And um, before I moved to Florida about 17 and a half years ago, I had uh, done a lot of different things in business in my life. I had worked with family and real estate and investment management I had on the side, taken life on as a a side profession, as a professional organizer, and that quickly segued into a coaching career and um, got myself out of my family business and continued to build my coaching business and uh, was prompted just from desire, because I love to learn, to enter a doctoral program, got my doctorate, and have been... Um, played in the academic field while I was building my uh, ideas for my nonprofit. I have a doctorate in organizational systems. I have two master's degrees. The most recent one is in human development. I have multiple coaching certifications through the International Coach Federation, the International Association of Coaching. Um, but, um, you know, uh, uh, my passion is around leadership. And it's also around the environment and um, that that supports us every day. And so um, I uh, came to the point in my life where all of my education and my experience and my talents and my gifts and my values came together uh, into this nonprofit called First Nature Foundation.
1: Okay. And so you have spent a lot of time. Uh, in the academic field, for sure. and But all along, you said you had this idea of the foundation?
3: I have. When I was living in New Jersey, I was doing something called transformational birding play shops. And that was helping people uh, develop more of their potential as whether they were solopreneurs or entrepreneurs or they were uh, employees in organizations, management leaders, executives, to help them get out of their own way self-leadership wise. And what I mean by that is, uh, how were they dealing with doubt, self-doubt, uncertainty, conflict, tension, so that they were not getting in their own way and everybody else's way. Uh, and that's what kind of brought me here.
1: I see. So, but once again, you've, you've been developing this over uh, quite a bit period of time then. Um, and so it's, it's, I guess it's a passion for you. This is, uh, you're your this is your your purpose in life.
3: Yes. Um and it and it took a while for me to wiggle and waggle my way through, you know, um learning about other businesses and um trying different things before I found my way here. So sometimes it does take a while. Some people know from the time they're five years old and other people realize in their 20s and some people don't get there until they're in their 40s. Or later, <laughs> and then again, some people never
2: get there. I was going to say,
1: uh, as That's long true. as you you get there before the you know the final hour, I guess uh, you're there. Uh, we're coming up on a break, so we come back. Uh, Doctor Castle is going to tell us about the First Nature Foundation uh, a little bit more about that, and then now we know how we got to this point, and. Uh, so don't forget to uh, also please tell your friends and family about the show because uh, the audience really has grown over the years, and we owe it all to you folks out there spreading the word around. But that's the great thing about radio, going out to a mass audience. It just feeds on itself, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So we really do appreciate that. Uh, okay, so once again, uh, while by the way, while you're at the Orlando.score.org website, Please sign up for the excellent newsletter there. That way you'll be up to date on everything that SCORE has coming up. So uh, real easy to do, no charge, orlando.score.org. And once again, the phone number, 407-420-4844. If you have any questions, you can call. The person will answer your questions over the phone, if Or you can set up an appointment 407 420 4844 for score. And we will be right back with more of What's the Score. We're back. We are What's the Score. And once again, we want to thank you for telling your friends and family about the show because it really has grown. Lucy Polito from SCORE, along with myself, Christopher Hart, are your host today, and our guest, Dr. Carol Castle, and her organization is a, and did I hear you say it's a non 501 501c3 or whatever, First Nature Foundation, Carol? It is a 501c3. I'm not
3: sure I said it, but you definitely got
1: it. All right. Okay. Uh, and uh, the website is firstnaturefoundation.org. So, tell us, you know, when did you... The, become the First Nature Foundation formally and a little bit more about the ins and outs of the organization.
3: Sure. So I started the organization in 2017. I was in touch with my attorney to uh, start with the articles of incorporation and the bylaws and get everything filed. And in early 2018 was when I received my letter approving First Nature Foundation as a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Uh, so that was just over four years ago. Uh, and then I spent the following several years actually building the facility. It was in finally in August 2018, uh, seven months after I founded the nonprofit, that I was able to buy the property, which at that time was just a cattle pasture. With no electricity, no water, no structures whatsoever, was four feet high with blackberries and pine trees and barbed wire along the road. So I spent the next several years building the facility while I was also building programs and building visibility. Um, and uh, also, um, you know, building network locally. So the nonprofit has been going where we're in the beginning of our fifth year now. And um, I know that um, some people aren't that familiar with the way nonprofits work and how they're different from for-profits. And at the right time in the program, I'll be happy to talk about that. I know Lucy had some questions or some questions to ask me about that. Um,
1: But it sounds like you've come a long way because you have a physical, not only do you have a physical location, but you got a piece of real estate right? Did I get that right?
3: Yes. Yes. I started with the piece of real estate. I actually, um, uh, at that point that I started the organization, I wasn't sure that I was going to have my own physical location. It just so happened that the people that owned the property, who was the developer of the community, other than offer the property to me for rent at a really low rate. However, there was nothing there. And I was going to have to put hundreds of thousands of dollars of infrastructure into the property. So I asked if I could rent with an option to purchase. And they said, if you want to do that, just buy the property. So that's exactly what I did. I purchased the property. And then I set about developing the property. So I spent a couple of years doing that. And of course, as I developed the property, as it was getting ready to actually run programs is when COVID hit. (laughs) Thank you, COVID.
1: Right. Yep. As I like to say, timing is everything in life, right? And usually I'm early or late.
3: <laughs> but you know something, Chris, I um, at the same time as I um, just had started building out the facility, I was also looking, I brought my mother down to live with me. She had Alzheimer's. And mm-hmm. so she lived with me and I was overseeing her care until actually two months ago um, when she passed. And so it was kind of a blessing that I did not really have the opportunity to push forward really hard and fast with building the facility and developing the nonprofit because I had other priorities in life. And that happens sometimes.
1: Yeah, sure does. Lucy?
2: No, I was just thinking that it does happen. And I'm sorry to hear about your mail. Uh, That's a difficult situation. I've been there, done that. So I understand.
3: Yeah. And doing it while you're trying to build a business, right? Yeah.
2: That's even rougher for
1: sure. No doubt, no doubt. But you persisted. And that's the sign of a true entrepreneur, whether it be a for-profit or a not-for-profit organization. You have to have that entrepreneurial spirit. You have to really believe in, have to have the passion for what you're doing. Right, Lucy? I mean, that's what we're seeing here.
2: Yes. And, you know, as I was mentioning to our guest, uh, I think nonprofits are a lot more difficult. And surprisingly, I know my experience at SCORE is people seem to think that a nonprofit is a lot easier than a for-profit. And so many of people come to us saying, I want to start a nonprofit and they figure that ought to be simple. And uh, as we were talking today, uh, it's not, I mean, I, I've seen it many a times. Um, people just seem to think that nonprofits, because it's nonprofit, there is no major responsibility and it's absolutely, totally uh, incorrect. So I, I guess, can tell us more about that.
1: I, I would say not only is it not correct, but it's probably the exact opposite of that.
3: Yes, it is. Carol? Yeah. yeah, people think, you know, nonprofit, they think you're not making profit, but unless you're profitable sufficiently, you can't keep running in business. You're dead as, a, as an organization. That's right. And, you know, there are a lot more um, restrictions on what you can do as a nonprofit, not only in how you conduct the business, but in how you manage the money right? How do you manage what's coming in, what's going out? There's a lot more um, protocol and a lot more legal responsibility around all of that, right?
2: That's the key. The legal responsibility is the main problem. Uh, As we were talking before, if I am the owner of the business, I'm responsible for everything. And if I miss, uh, you know, If I miss a payment or if I miss something, I'm the one that's guilty and I don't have to say anything to anybody else. I mean, I'm suffering the consequences all by myself. When you have a nonprofit, you have a board and you have to be responsible for all that, for every penny that comes in and every penny that goes out. And that's a big, big difference. And a lot of people have a very difficult time managing that.
3: Yes. Yeah. Uh, And you're not only responsible to that board for how you're spending your money, you're responsible to that board for how you're managing the business and the kinds of programs and the kinds of, you know, um, kinds of services and possibly products that you're offering. Your board really needs to uh, be pretty involved, especially at the beginning to help you get off the ground. And a board on a nonprofit is, um, you know, they have a lot of, you have to pick your board very carefully so that it will really support you in building that nonprofit. And they can provide you with their, not only their um, uh, business expertise, but their connections and their donations and their network of peers and their network of, folks who might want to use your products or services as a nonprofit, uh, as well as help you strategically develop the organization and uh, to plan for the future. All these people are decision makers in your organization. And so it's not as though you can just make all your decisions on your, on your own. And that's, that's a big difference
2: uh, and something you really have to be concerned about. Again, when you own your own business, If it's just a single person, uh, you know, I'll make a decision and I'll live with it. But when you have a nonprofit, you can't do that alone. You really have to come to the board. So you are not the master of this business. You have people you're responsible to.
3: That's right. And not just for, you know, you may have employees in a for-profit business and you may have employees in a nonprofit business, but in a for-profit business, typically in the kinds of businesses score helps with, there isn't a board of directors. And um, sometimes a, you know, people who, who found a nonprofit can lose control of the board. Uh, You know, fortunately I'm, I don't think that's going to happen in this case because my nonprofit is so different than um so many other businesses. Um, but that's a possibility when you're a nonprofit. Um, and there's you know, every time somebody gives you a donation, you have to send them a donation acknowledgement letter, you know. Um there's there are different challenges that you know having a for-profit has its challenges, and having a nonprofit has its challenges. Some of them overlap, but in a nonprofit, there's a lot of other very different kinds of obligations that you need to know about before you get yourself. Involved in, in organizing as a nonprofit. There's also uh, I don't know if there, you know how much you may have talked about this on previous programs, but there's also a form of organizing as an, as a business called a benefit organization, <clears throat> um, and that's another for profit. But it's um, the charter is such that you are you exist to benefit your community, and you benefit to to serve the larger, greater good. And I, I considered that when I started First Nature Foundation, and I decided that most people, that's the next business that I'll start. This business, most people don't understand what a benefit corporation is. So uh, so that was part of the reason I decided on the nonprofit format.
1: Okay. And it's all about what you want to do with your organization. What's your goal what type of organization do you want to have? And then you pursue whether it should be for or not for profit. But in the meantime, we're coming up on the break again. And when we come back, Dr. Castle will be telling us a little bit more about uh, exactly what you'd find at the First Nature Ranch. And uh, in the meantime, you can go to the website, FirstNatureFoundation.org, FirstNatureFoundation.org. And do you, by the way, do you do any kind of podcasting or th- anything like that, Dr. Castle?
3: I haven't been yet um uh but it's something I'm certainly open to. I have a blog on my website. You do. Okay. I certainly do social media, but no podcasts at this time.
1: Okay, but you got the blog and social media and I take it uh, First Nature Ranch. You can just find that on any of the major social media platforms.
3: Yeah, First Nature Foundation. First, and Nature. First Nature Ranch. Absolutely. Oh. Facebook, um Instagram, LinkedIn.
1: Mm-hmm. You got it. Okay. Okay. And once again, when we come back, we'll continue the conversation and find out how you can get involved with what she's doing and help out. And in the meantime, don't forget, go to Orlando.score.org. Get your tickets for the CLIMB event coming up on Wednesday the 30th. It's going to be real exciting, either live or Zoom, your choice, unless the tickets get sold out, and I'm sure they will. So don't wait around. Get them before they are. That's at Orlando.score.org. Wednesday the 30th, and it is the CLIMB women's event. But, of course, everybody is invited. And, of course, we invite you also to sign up for the excellent newsletter while you're there at Orlando.score.org. And if you'd like to speak with someone on the phone, their number once again, 407-420-4844. For score, it's 407-420-4844. And we will be right back with more of What's the Score? Welcome back to What's the Score? Once again, we want to thank you so much for tuning in, telling your friends and family about the show. We really appreciate it. Lucy Polito is representing Score here today. Rich is out. He'll be back next week. I am Christopher Hart. Our guest today, Dr. Carol Castle, her organization, First Nature Foundation. You can find them at firstnaturefoundation.org. And, of course, on Facebook and Instagram. And what was the other one that you said there, Dr. Castle? LinkedIn. LinkedIn, of course. Oh, I missed that one. Okay. And, uh, and so you you actually have this physical location at First Nature Ranch, and you intended to hold live events there, and then uh, the pandemic hit us all. And uh, so what, what did you do? How did you survive during that time? And then how are you doing things now?
3: Ah, so um, thank you for asking that, Chris. Um, our barn was completed in July of 2020. That barn houses the classroom, among other things, where we conduct part of the programming. And um, uh, the first program we offered actually uh, is a virtual program that's still ongoing. It's called Passos, Parents and Spouses of Suicide. And originally, it was going to be an in-person program, but because of the pandemic, it was a it has been a virtual program and we've had people joining from Canada and Oregon and Ohio and and elsewhere as well as Central Florida. My husband um, sadly tragically took his life in July of 2020 just as the facility was getting ready to open and um, it was a total shock as you can imagine. Sure. Uh, And I just wondered how I could make lemonade out of those lemons and what I could do to make meaning out of the tragedy and partly how I did that was to create this PASOS group which got off the ground several months later after I found a mental health professional to um, join us on our twice a month support group calls of this PASO. so that's how I started was with a virtual program And slowly but surely, I um, was also designing some programs with some collaborators, because my model is, I work with people who work with existing audiences, and they could be healthcare executives, or they could be autistic children, or they could be veterans, and they're excited about bringing the idea of enhanced leadership skills to those audiences, and they're excited about developing, designing and uh, facilitating those kinds of programs with me. We have horses out at the ranch and the horses help co-facilitate a lot of these lessons in what I call 21st century leadership skills. They're the soft skills that we all need. STEM is wonderful, but if we don't have those soft skills in communication, in emotional intelligence, in learning how to use conflict productively, we often get bogged down in team conflict In uh, achieving the kinds of results and outcomes that we're looking for in our businesses. So that's my uh, focus at First Nature Foundation. By self-leadership, I mean, how do you deal with uncertainty, doubt, self-doubt, tension, and conflict? And by shared leadership, it's how can we source everyone's wisdom, talents, information, and gifts so that we have better buy-in, we have better motivation, and therefore better outcomes. And we do this with different audiences. So our first audiences, some of our first audiences, um, aside from the PASOS group, were, have been with a well-known uh, Central Florida area nonprofit called Career Source Central Florida. They're a workforce development organization and they have um, sent many a, uh, a staff member and executive to our programs called Horseplay for Leaders. Horseplay for Leaders has three modules, and the first one is on communication, the second one is on emotional intelligence, and the third, which we are soon to roll out, is on using conflict productively in teams. So that's one of our corporate programs. Our corporate programs help subsidize our other programs, such as the POSOS program, and also, we have just started rolling out, last Saturday was our first time, a program for veterans called Horse Wisdom for Heroes. We received a grant from Osceola County, and um, we've also uh, been able to get some sponsorships to make sure that we've got coverage on our budget for that program.
1: And I was going to ask: uh, is it, generally speaking, it's in the Central Florida area? You just said in Osceola County.
3: That's right. We're located in Osceola County, um, about 45 minutes from Orlando. A lot of the career source folks are coming from all over the central Florida area to the ranch for programs. A number of the programs, um, um, you know, the um, Horse Wisdom for Heroes Veterans Program, most of those folks are in nearby St. Cloud and Kissimmee in the program. And then we're also, we've are also we uh, also been looking to pilot a program for girls in the foster care system, teen girls, called Leading for Change for Teens. And we have some conversations coming up with Embrace Families to do a possible summer camp for those folks.
1: How can listeners help out?
3: Well, listeners can certainly make donations on our website. Um, We also accept volunteers, uh, people 14 and over. I'm also, honestly, Chris, I'm looking for some new board members, some additional board members, people who um, have certain skill sets um, or experiences. So if there are people who love what they're hearing about First Nature Foundation and are interested in possibly serving on our board, I'm open to a conversation about that. Um, We are also looking for sponsors. We have three different sponsorship levels, um, businesses that we can help promote Uh, who are intrigued by our programs and want to support perhaps veterans or girls in the foster care system or people who have uh, partners of people who've committed suicide, for example. Um, They are welcome to um, sponsor us and there are certain sponsorship benefits, but most of the sponsorship um, cost is tax deductible.
1: Wow. And I take it people can find all of these things at your website?
3: Yes, not so much about the board of directors, about uh, some board openings, although they can see profiles of our current board and our staff, Um, but certainly about all our programs and upcoming events, we're holding a grand opening on April 2nd, so Two weeks and two days from now, we're hoping we we had originally scheduled it for September 25th and then Delta variant came. Then we rescheduled it for February 12th and then Omicron variant came. And hopefully we'll be able to go ahead with our April 2nd uh, grand opening. And if people who are listening want an invitation, they can email me at KERUL, that's KERUL at firstnaturefoundation.org.
1: Okay. KERUL for Carol. Carol. At firstnaturefoundation.org. And if you have any other questions that you have, of course, you can uh, email her at that location as well. And obviously, if there, there are people out there who need your services, they can contact you that way also.
3: Indeed, absolutely. They can also go to the website. Um, I mean, uh, through the website, they can contact us. They can contact us through our Facebook page, through Instagram, or through LinkedIn.
1: Okay, so you have a number of options there. All, remember, it's First Nature Foundation, and firstnaturefoundation.org for the website. And so April 2nd, by the way, that's a Saturday, so hopefully you're going to get a great turnout for that.
3: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. 5 to 7 p.m., and and hopefully the weather will cooperate, but, you know, we do have an indoor air-conditioned space that we, it's going to be a catered event with champagne toast and Uh, all kinds of fun activities. We're going to have raffles from uh, various donors, such as uh, Buck Tower Gardens, um, PRP Wine International, Orlando Shakes, and some other local uh, organizations have donated tickets and other um, services and products. And so at that event, we're going to be selling raffle tickets and raffling off those fun
1: items. Oh, excellent. Sounds like it's going to be a fun event. Too bad Rich is not here today. He would love to hear about this, Rich Jakel, <laughs> <laughs> especially the champagne part about it. So, but, uh, so <laughs> April the 2nd, 5 to 7 PM. Did I hear you say Dr. Castle?
3: That's correct. That's right.
1: Okay, and uh, but go please to FirstNatureFoundation.org dot org to sign up for that and get you tickets. So that's FirstNatureFoundation.org. dot org. Did Did you t- say how many horses you had? I know you said you had horses, but did you say how many? I
3: have I have six. Wow. I have six horses. Two are fairly new. We've had them for just over a year, and we're bringing them along to be good program horses. Our main herd is four horses. Uh, we have horses who are between the ages of 14 and 30 years old. So uh, uh, every horse is a different color. And uh, when we start our programs, we often do not identify who the horses are, so our, our participants in our programs can Uh, explore who the horses are uh, kind of on their own, learn about them kind of from ground zero from observing the horses. So instead of calling them their usual names, we call them vanilla, chocolate, cinnamon, and honey, because that (laughs) matches their colors.
1: Right. Oh, that's beautiful. And of course they provide a a great uh, therapeutic. uh, What's the word I'm looking for here?
3: So, you know, um, I see a lot of the programs that I initiate at First Nature Foundation as being developmental, but we do have some therapeutic programs for which we invite or we require uh, a mental health professional to be present. So, for example, my PASOS group, uh, the grief support group, is um, every meeting we have the same mental health professional Attending the meeting in case things go sideways. It's the same thing with our veterans program, Horse Wisdom for Heroes. Um, And we will also have that for Leading for Change for Teens if we have, uh, when we have a uh, cohort of girls in the foster care system. But a lot of it is more developmental. Um, How can you be a better communicator? How can you get out of your own way when it comes to conflict and tension? So the horses are masterful teachers in that. Mm And it's hard to describe in words, um, you know, over uh, um, without having pictures. Um, And so I invite people to come to the ranch for a tour and learn more about the ranch and the programs that we do.
1: Okay. And it's the perfect timing because we have to go to the break again. And when we come back, we'll tell you more about the First Nature Foundation. And please stay with us for more of what's the score. We are back. We are What's the Score? And once again, we want to thank you so very much for listening and tuning in today and telling your friends and family about the show. All right. And, of course, we have Lucy Polito from Score, myself, Christopher Hart, Our guest today, Dr. Carol Castle of First Nature Foundation. That's firstnaturefoundation.org in this really cool place called First Nature Ranch. And before we get back to the conversation, though, I'd just like to remind you once again, the reason the audience has grown here is because when you use radio, the message gets out to a lot of people and it spreads. And so you can take advantage of that, too. All you have to do is contact the folks right here at Salem Media Group Orlando. They're prepared to help you get your message out via radio online and on the air, and they can help you now also coordinate your social media platform messaging with your on-air messaging. All you have to do is ask. A couple of ways you can reach out to Salem Media Group Orlando. You can call them on the phone at 407-618-1760, 407-618-1760, or you can reach them at SalemSurround dot com, that's the website. And if you'd like to have a free audit of your online presence and how it can be coordinated, you can go to orlando.salemsaround.com. That's Orlando.salemsaround.com. And when you do go there to take advantage of it, make sure you tell them that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hart sent you. All right? We really would would appreciate that. And don't forget to sign up, get your tickets for the CLIMB event before they sell out. If you'd like to go to their live version of the event, which is going to be at the Orlando Fashion Square Mall in the National Entrepreneur Center on the West End, right there where SCORE has their offices. Great facilities there. And that CLIMB event, you'll find those tickets at Orlando.score.org Orlando.score.org And don't forget, after the day's event of educational seminars and round tables, discussions, that sort of thing, you're going to, and by the way, there'll be lunch included with that ticket because it's an all-day-long event. The doors open at is it they open at 8 uh, or 8.30 there, Lucy, for the climb event? It's going to be at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. So, and then the, the event is scheduled to start formally at 9, is it not? Yes. And go to, what, about 4? And then it is topped off with the Wine, Women, and Chocolate event from NABO, National Organization of Women Business Owners, right?
2: Yes, thats that'll be the fun part.
1: <laughs> well, the whole day is going to be fun, but that, that, Yeah, but that, that one,
2: a, one at the end is really fun.
1: Yeah, because great networking and a fun way to top off a fun event. And, uh, and once again, it will be live, or you can take advantage of it via Zoom. And once it is over, you can take advantage of it via the orlando.score.org website where it will be archived. Okay? All right. So, in the meantime, let's get back to Dr. Carol Castle, uh, the First Nature Foundation dot org um that's a website by the way you've mentioned now you've used a couple of a cup on a couple of occasions during the show you've used the phrase get out of your own way and yes. uh, for, for, i guess for a lot of us uh you know what's that old saying you know we're our own worst enemy sometimes is that sort of what you mean here
3: absolutely you you nailed it perfectly chris well
1: would would, would, would you like to ra- elaborate on it because it it is that How do you get to that? I mean, how do you get to the where you know you're in your own way? Let me put it that way.
3: Sometimes you, uh, it, it could be an hour later or the next day, or it could be that somebody tells you about it that you realize, oh, I didn't handle that very well. And how could I handle it better in the future? How did I get in my own way? What um, what was I interpreting particularly about that situation or about that person or their motives that made me assume certain things or interpret certain things that perhaps were not correct and um, had me interact with them in a way that was not productive? So that's just one example. Does it make sense?
1: It does. You know, Lucy, this is a, an issue for all types of businesses where there's for profit, not for profit. And, of course, in our own personal lives.
2: That is correct. It's, um, you know, sometimes we do these things and we don't even recognize it and we don't accept it. So that's a difficult situation. That's for sure. (laughs) And it's a human situation, I think. It's really a, a human issue, I think.
1: And of course, I would, you know, the larger the organization, the larger this complicates things because everybody's dealing with it on an individual level. And then, of course, also on an organizational level, Dr. Castle.
3: Yeah. um, And even more so, you know, you've got the uh, person and the person they report to, and then you've got the person and their team, right? And that interaction. And then you've got the department interacting with other departments and then you've got um, all of the executives from the different departments who are interacting with each other. There's so much room for uh, people getting in their own way, right? Um, for people to um, uh, misalign, to not be focused on the organization's mission and vision and get caught up in their own dramas and personality conflicts and The way they like to do things, uh, and they get caught up in um, uh, a lack of understanding about how other people are motivated and um, what kind of um, uh, manager or leader they want to be. uh, So that, um, you know, when you when it's more than just you in a business, you have to be very careful about how you're leading the people in your organization because easily people can become disengaged, disenfranchised and unmotivated. And then you're having trouble meeting the outcomes that you're trying to achieve. And there's just bad blood and uncomfortable conversations that, um, that don't happen, that need to happen.
1: And your results as a business owner suffer. And you know, Lucy, you you were with a huge international organization, and they must have spent a lot of time dealing with stuff like this.
2: Oh, yes, that happens, uh, I think, on a worldwide basis, not just, you know, in a particular type of business. That's so, I, I like to think that it's not common, but it does happen everywhere. I mean, we're human beings, and so we're going to react that way. Uh, whether we like it or not sometimes.
1: Right, uh, exactly. So once again, the First Nature Ranch, this, this sounds like a really fascinating place. Do you do you have plans to expand it, Dr. Castle?
3: I don't know that I'll expand it. I may further develop it. Um, one of the fun things that um, people remark on when they come frequently, almost everybody remarks on how peaceful the ranch is. And that's something that I'm, Zealously guarding, we have a little bluebird house at the entrance. It's called the Worry Box, and it's for people to leave their worries in as they enter the ranch. So, um, boy, that's going to be a very crowded place. <laughs>
1: well, the, the box will be full. The box will be full anyway, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: that,
1: that's uh, that, that's great. And then, um, uh, but that, once again, your grand opening, you said, is on April the second from five to seven p.m.
3: That's correct. Yes. So that's uh, one big event that's coming up. It is by invitation only. Okay. And you can go to our website or our Facebook page to request an invitation because it is by invitation only. This is not uh, an event that's open to the public, but we welcome people to find out about the organization and visit the ranch if they're interested in what we're doing.
1: Okay, Would you, uh,
3: Can
2: I just ask a quick question, kind of maybe a dumb question, but for this particular event, should it be just adults? I mean, people are going to because of the horses. People or kids would like to be there. So, how do you respond to that?
3: Well, we are serving wine and beer and champagne. We'll be having a champagne toast at the event. So, see, look uh, at what Rich missed. That's why no, he, you know.
1: <laughs> he's going to be oh, bad. Tell great? <laughs> sure enough.
3: Well, you know, if he hears this before the event, he can always contact me and get an invitation.
1: That's right. Okay. he sure can. Good. And in <laughs> order to request an invitation, go to firstnaturefoundation.org or their Facebook page, firstnaturefoundation.org or their Facebook page. And then you'll be having other events coming up as well, though, won't you, Dr. Castle?
3: Yes, we are planning a VIP event for sponsors and donors Uh, you know, uh, significant donors, and that um, we're working with PRP Wine International to do a wine sampling experience at the ranch. So that's one event that we're planning. And the next event is going to be a fundraiser with the same organization where people will buy tickets to experience a wine sampling. And also they'll get a four bottle sampler Mm. as part of their ticket price.
1: Boy, we're definitely gonna have to be telling Rich about this stuff, Lucy. No I'm kidding. Yeah, definitely. And it's a great organization. And uh, congratulations uh, to you, uh, Doctor Castle, for what you're doing down there and how you've been able to pull this off in spite of you know the hardships and the the, the barriers along yeah. the way. It's uh, very admirable. N-
2: not only that, but I think on a in a very original and different. Uh, aspect of how most people do these kinds of things. So congratulations. That's very unique
3: and I think very interesting. Thank you. I appreciate that.
1: Okay. And once again, contact her at firstnaturefoundation.org and you can email her at carol at firstnaturefoundation.org. You spell Carol K E R U L. Carol at First Nature And you can also request your tickets there for the April 2nd event. And, uh, and then don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, the climb event coming up by SCORE, which is just a few days before that on Wednesday the 30th. And you get those tickets at orlando.score.org. So, Dr. Castle, thanks for being on the show with us today. I know it was the first time, but I'm sure it won't be the last.
3: Oh, wonderful. It was a pleasure speaking with both of you, Chris
1: and Lucy. It was a delight. Okay.
2: We appreciate your time.
1: Thank you. And before we go, though, I have to remind you, please, please, please like Rich on Facebook. All right? (laughs) If he knew I got out of here without mentioning that day, he'd be hounding me all week long. Why didn't you say something? So anyway, firstnaturefoundation.org and, of course, orlando.score.org. All right, in the meantime, once again, we really do appreciate you tuning in for the show. Don't forget the Climb event, and don't forget the grand opening following the Climb event on the 30th on April the 2nd for the First Nature Foundation. Until next week, that's going to be all for What's the Score?